Chapters 7 through 12 of the Book of Ezekiel from the Holy Bible in Modern English, translated by Farrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 7 The command of the ever-living again came to me to say, And now, son of Adam, the mighty Lord says this to the fields of Israel, An end! An end has come to the four wings of the land. The end is now upon you, and I have sent my anger to you, and have convicted according to your practices, and laid all your depravities upon you. My eye, therefore, will not pity you, and I will not relent, but will lay your practices upon you, and your depravities are in your breast, and you shall learn that I am the ever-living. The mighty Lord also said, Look! A misery, a peculiar misery has come. The end has come. The end, your end. See, it has come. The point has come to you, inhabitor of the land. The time has come, the day is near, a noise, but not of pleasure, upon the hills. Now I will soon pour out my indignation upon you, and satisfy my anger against you, and convict you according to your ways, and lay on you all your depravities, and my eye will not pity nor relent. I will lay upon you according to your proceedings, and your depravities shall be in your breast, when you will recognize that I, the ever-living, punish. Look at the time! Look, it has come! The turning point has passed! The shoot has blossomed, the pride has budded, oppression has grown into a support of wickedness, and neither from themselves and not from their wealth nor from their numbers will there be comfort for them. The period has come, the day has arrived, let not the buyer be glad nor the seller sorry, for there is fury against all their wealth, for the seller will not be restored to what he sold, even although they are alive, for the vision is against the whole mass. None shall return, nor can any one preserve himself whose life is in wickedness. They blow, they blow with a trumpet, but none come to the battle, for my wrath is against the whole mass. The sword is in the street, and disease and famine in the house. Whoever is in the field dies by the sword, and famine and disease devours whoever is in the city. And the fugitives fly and shall be upon the hills like flocks of doves, each moaning in his frailty. Every hand is feeble, and every knee weak as water, and they gird themselves in sacks, and clothe in trembling, and depression is on every face, and baldness on every head. They will fling their silver into the streets, and gold will be flung away. Silver and gold will be unable to deliver them in the day of the indignation of the ever-living. They cannot satisfy their bodies, nor fill their stomachs. They were the trap for their sin." They turned its beautiful glitter to pride, and made it into images of their filthy depravities. Therefore I will disgust them with it, and give it to the hands of foreigners as plunder, and to the wicked of the earth for loot, and defile it. I will also turn my face from them, and they shall violate my treasury, and burglars shall enter and rob it. Make a chain, for the land is full of convicted murderers, and the city is full of oppression, and I will bring the worst heathen who will seize their houses, when I shall destroy the pride of the powerful, and they shall share up their treasures. Distress will come, when they will seek rest, but none be. Calamity shall come on calamity, and report come upon report. They will seek a vision from the preacher, but guidance will depart from the priest, and counsel from the nobles." 
their king shall mourn and the princes be clothed with desolation and the hand of the people of the land be weak i will act towards them from their own standpoint and by their own decisions i will convict them then they will learn that i am the ever-living chapter eight it occurred in the sixth year on the fifth of the sixth month i was sitting in my house and some nobles of judah sat before me when the hand of the mighty lord fell upon me there so i looked and saw a form with the appearance of fire appearing so from its waist downwards fiery and upwards from its waist like the appearance of gold with a glitter of polished brass then it stretched out the form of a hand and seized me by the locks of my head and lifted me in spirit between the earth and the sky and brought me to jerusalem to visions of god to the open gate that faces towards the north where the statue of jealousy is stationed that punishes jealousy and i saw there the majestic god of israel similar to the appearance i saw in the valley then he said to me son of adam raise your eyes towards the north so i raised my eyes towards the north and saw from the north at the entry of the gate the altar of this image of jealousy he then asked me son of adam see what they are doing the great depravities that the house of israel practice openly within my sanctuary turn again and you will see greater depravities he then took me to the open square and i looked and saw a hole in the wall when he said son of man break the wall so i broke the wall and made an opening then he said to me come and look on the foul depravities that they practice here i consequently went and looked and saw images of every reptile and spawning beast and all the idols of the house of israel painted upon the wall all around and seventy men of the nobles of the house of israel and jazaniah ben shaphan standing in the middle of the assembly before them and each with censers in his hand and clouds of incense arising he then asked me do you see son of man what the nobles of israel do in secret each in his chamber of paintings for they say the lord cannot see us the lord cares nothing about the earth he afterwards said to me turn again and look at the greater depravities that they practice and he brought me opposite to the gate of the house of the ever-living on the north side and i saw their women sitting to weep for tammuz when he asked me son of man do you see how they sit turn again and you shall see greater depravities than these then he took me to the inner court of the house of the ever-living and i saw before the temple of the ever-living between the porch and the altar about twenty-five persons with their back towards the temple of the ever-living and their faces towards the east and they were worshipping the eastern sun when he asked me do you see son of adam the contempt the house of judah show and the depravities which they practice here for they fill the country with outrage and continue to provoke me look how they wave twigs before their faces therefore i also will work in wrath my eyes shall not pity nor spare although they call with a loud voice to my ears i will not hear them chapter nine then he shouted with a loud voice in my hearing saying guards of the city approach and each have his deadly weapon in his hand and i saw six men come towards the high gate that faces to the north and each with a battle-axe in his hand 
but one man among them in trousers with a writer's ink-bottle at his waist and they advanced and stood at the side of the brazen altar then the splendor of the god of israel came up from above the cherub upon which it was to the threshold of the house he then summoned the man who was clothed in trousers who had the ink-bottle at his waist and the ever-living said to him pass through this city through jerusalem and write a mark upon the foreheads of the men who grieve and mourn over the depravities that are practised in it but to the others he said in my hearing pass through the city after him and strike let not your eyes pity and spare not old men boys and girls and infants and women kill to destruction but do not assail any man upon whom there is a mark and start at my sanctuary they consequently started with the noblemen who were at the front of the house then he said to them defile the house and fill the court with the slain advance so they advanced and assailed the city but while they were assailing and i was left alone i fell on my face and shrieked and said o oh, mighty lord will you destroy all the fragments of israel in pouring out your wrath upon jerusalem but he replied to me the fault of the house of israel and judah is very very great they have filled the country with blood and the city is full of extortion for they say the lord cares nothing about the earth and god never looks therefore my eyes will not pity nor spare i will return the result of their idea upon their own head then i saw the man in trousers who had the ink bottle at his waist reported the result saying i have done as you commanded me chapter ten i then looked and saw in the expanse over the heads of the cherubim there was like a sapphire gem formed into a throne with an existence upon it who spoke to the man clothed in trousers and said go to the revolutionary space beneath the cherub and fill your hands with burning coals from the space of the cherubim and scatter them over the city so he went in my sight and the cherubim stood at the right side of the house when the man entered and a cloud filled the forecourt the splendor of the ever-living arose also from above the cherub to over the threshold of the house and the house was filled with a cloud and the court full of the splendor of the lord and the noise of the wings of the cherubs was heard above the outer court like the voice of the almighty when speaking and when he commanded the man clothed in the trousers saying take fire from the space of revolution from the space of the cherubim he entered and stood beside the wheel and the cherub extended his hand from the space of the cherubim to the fire that is in the space of the cherubim and took some and put it into the hands of the man clothed in trousers and he took it and went out then i perceived the cherubim had human-shaped hands under their wings i looked again and saw four wheels beside the cherubs a single wheel to each cherub and a single wheel at the side of each cherub and the appearance of the wheels was like the glitter of an amber stone the form of each of the four of them as if they had wheels within wheels as for their progression they could proceed in four directions they did not face about to advance but to the spot that was ahead of their face they proceeded they did not face about to advance to it and all their bodies and backs and hands and wings as well as the wheels were full of eyes as around the four wheels their wheels were called in my hearing the revolution each also had four faces for himself 
the first was the face of a cherub the second the face of a man the third the face of a lion and the fourth the face of an eagle but the cherub stood upright they were the beings i saw by the great river when the cherubs advance the wheels beside them advance and when the cherubs raise their wings to rise up from the earth the wheels do not abandon them they accompany them when those stand they stand and when those mount they mount for there is a breath of life in them then the splendor of the ever-living removed from over the threshold of the house and rested over the cherubim and the cherubs raised their wings from the earth in my sight to depart and the wheels went with them and stood opposite the eastern gate of the house of the ever-living and the splendor of the god of israel was above them these were the beings that i saw beneath the god of israel at the great river and i knew they were cherubim each was four-faced with human formed hands beneath their wings and the form of their faces was like the faces i saw by the great river and they could advance forward from each of them chapter eleven thus when the wind lifted and brought me to the eastern gate of the house of the ever-living facing eastwards i saw opposite the gate twenty-five men and observed in the centre of them jazaniah ben azur and plataiah ben beniah princes of the people then he said to me son of adam these men contrive folly and advise bad advice in this city who say is it not time to build houses the pot is here and we shall find flesh however son of adam preach against them preach son of adam then the spirit of the ever-living fell upon me and said to me thus says the ever-living you say so house of israel and i know the products of your mind you have extended this city and filled its streets with murder therefore thus says the mighty lord the murdered whom you have laid among you they are the flesh and this is the boiler and can you get out of it you have feared the sword but i will bring a sword upon you the mighty lord says it however i will pull you out of it and give you into the hands of foreigners who will execute your sentences you shall fall by the sword at the boundaries of israel i will sentence you and you shall learn that i am the ever-living this shall not be your pot and you shall not be the flesh in it on the boundaries of israel i will sentence you and you shall learn that i am the ever-living although you have not walked by my institutions and have not executed my decrees but you have done according to the ideas of the heathen who are around you but it happened that as i preached plataiah ben beniah died then i fell on my face and exclaimed alas mighty lord will you make an end of the fragments of israel the message of the lord afterwards came to me to say son of man your brothers your relatives the men who could reclaim you and all the house of israel the inhabitants of jerusalem have said to all of them get off from the lord who has given this country for us to possess therefore say thus says the mighty lord although i have sent them afar to the heathen and although i have scattered them in the countries yet i will be a little sanctuary to them in the countries to which i have brought them therefore say thus says the mighty lord i will collect them from the nations and gather them from the countries where i have scattered them and will give to them the ground of israel and when they arrive there they will cast away all their pollutions and depravities from them 
then i will give them a single heart and put a new spirit in their breast i will remove the heart of stone from their body and give them a heart of flesh so that they may walk by my institutions and regard my decrees and practice them and they will be my people and i will be their god but to those who proceed after their corrupt and depraved hearts i will bring their own course on their heads says the mighty lord then the cherubim raised their wings and the wheels accompanied them and the splendor of the god of israel ascended above them the splendor of the lord also ascended from the centre of the city and rested upon the hill to the east of the town the wind then raised me and brought me to kazdim to the transportation in the vision in the spirit of god and the vision which i had seen departed from me i afterwards reported to the transports all the things from the ever-living that i had seen chapter twelve another time the command of the lord came to me to say son of adam you are in the midst of a rebellious family who have eyes to see and see not they have ears to hear and hear not for they are a rebellious family consequently son of adam prepare your furniture for removal and remove it daily in their sight and remove from your own home to another home in their sight perhaps they will look on although they are a rebellious family so bring out your furniture like furniture for removal daily in their sight and go away at dusk in their sight as emigrants start in their sight break a hole through your wall and go out by it carry a knapsack on your shoulder in their sight go out in the dark with your face covered and look not at the country for i am making you a sign to the house of israel i consequently did as he commanded me i brought out my furniture like the furniture of an emigrant by day and at evening i broke a hole in my wall by hand i went out in the dark carrying a knapsack on my shoulder in their sight but the command of the ever-living came to me in the morning to ask son of man when the house of israel the rebellious family ask what you were doing say to them thus says the mighty lord this burden will load all jerusalem and all the house of israel who are among them say i am a sign to you as i have done so it shall be done to them they will be transported to captivity and the prince amongst them shall have his shoulder loaded in darkness and go out through the wall they have broken for him to go through with covered face so that he may not see the country with his eyes for i will spread my net over him and take him in my snare and bring him to babel to the land of the kazdim however he shall not see it although he will die there and i will scatter all his friends who are about him and all his troops to every wind and draw a sword after them then they will learn that i am the ever-living when i drive them to the heathen and sow them over the countries i will however rescue apart from the sword from the famine and from disease so that they may relate all their depravities to the heathen wherever they go and learn that i am the ever-living the command of the lord came again to me to say son of adam eat your bread in terror and drink your water with trembling and fear and say to the people of the country thus says the mighty lord to the inhabitants of jerusalem to the soil of israel you shall eat your bread in fear and drink your water in stupor because the country is stripped of its products by the oppression of its population your populous cities will also become heaps of ashes and your country a desert then you will learn that i am the ever-living 
the command of the ever-living came again to me to say, Son of Adam, what is this proverb among you of the soil of Israel that says, The times are extended and every vision fails? Therefore say to them, Thus says the mighty Lord, I will abolish that proverb, and they shall not again repeat it in Israel. Consequently say to them, the times are near, and result of every vision, when there will be no futile vision or flattering divination in the house of Israel, for I, the ever-living, will speak, and the thing I say will be done and never averted, for in your days, you rebellious family, I will speak and accomplish, says the mighty Lord. Again the command of the ever-living came to me to say, Son of Adam, look, the house of Israel say, the vision he sees is in the far future, and his prophecy for distant periods. Consequently say to them, Thus says the mighty Lord, I will not delay longer. Whatever I say, it will be done. The mighty Lord declares. The End of Chapters 7-12 through 12. Recording by Mark Penfold